Hello everybody, welcome to episode 10 of Near Perfect Pitch. Delighted to be here. It's actually uh, July the 1st, that's when I'm recording this. It's Canada Day for all of my uh, Canadian brethren over here. Hope everyone's having a good day. Uh, the show is actually uh, being recorded right now uh, to coincide with uh, the Belgium-Wales game, which I'm uh, trying to avoid at all costs, uh, so I can watch it when I get home. That gives you a bit of context in terms of uh, what time and uh, what's going on here in my little cubby hole here. I did intend on recording this uh, this edition a couple of days ago, but uh, couldn't get to the studio. Everything was uh, uh, cordoned off around the, uh, the area of the university here. Uh, because uh, a certain uh, Barack Obama uh, was in town. It's created unmitigated bedlam in the city for goodness knows how long. Anyway, so I'm here on a Friday. Lots of people are out frolicking on Parliament Hill and enjoying their calendar day all across the country. And I'm in a 10 by 10 sweating my backside off, playing music for you. Just the kind of fellow that I am. Uh, what can you expect to hear today? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, got a great, and by great, I mean great, uh, interview stra- uh, stroke chat uh, uh, with Dean Garcia, uh, Dean from Curve, uh, Dean from uh, from Space Echo, Dean from just an, an absolute uh, litany of projects. One of the busiest men that I know in the music industry. Uh, gentleman, scholar, uh, interesting uh, t- to the nth degree is Dean, and uh, that's coming up at the end of the program. We'll have our usual uh, array of dedications, a couple of requests. Um, we also have uh, our usual Tinter Web Time feature, our Get in the Sea feature, our Cover of the Week, our Obligatory Fall track. It's, it's bumper. It's bumper. Don't forget you can get in touch at any given point uh, with me via email at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. Now here's all the social media. Twitter and Snapchat, nearperfpitch. SoundCloud is a near perfect pitch page. Instagram at near perfect pitch. Facebook has a page under the name. Tumblr has a blog under the name. Vimeo has a page under the name. Uh, and a good week this week uh, for, for the program in that uh, iTunes has been assured uh, uh, two or three weeks ago, but Google Play is now up and running, as is Blurberry, Stitcher, TuneIn and Podbean. So you can get uh, the show through an absolute myriad of means. Uh, and if you are in the Ottawa catchment area, broadcast range area, you can also listen at uh, CKCU's webpage, ckcufm.com. And don't forget, there's lots of other great music programmes uh, for uh, any given tastes uh, at uh, 93.1 FM. Uh, for you locally here and uh, globally, you can always tune in uh, via the webpage. Um, that's that's quite a bit of a setup, so I'll, I'll I'll play something right now, and then we'll get back into uh, some banter after this.
less than two minutes that that's uh, Astrid from 1999 uh, Scottish outfit uh, that's from their um, the debut uh, long player on Fantastic Plastic Records and also a single uh, where are they from I think from Glasgow actually and uh, they're uh, defunct as of about uh, 15 years ago I have a lot of their stuff and uh, if you keep listening I'm sure you'll uh, you'll hear more from me playing them uh, before that we heard uh, the Icelandic football commentator uh, well, quite rightly so. Dune is nuts uh, after, well, during uh, uh, their uh, victory over my homeland. Uh, I'm still still wallowing in the ignominy and embarrassment of, of, of uh, a team of overpaid teenage millionaires uh, playing uh, selfishly for each uh, for, for, for themselves as opposed to a, a wonderful team unit like Iceland going out there and. Uh, Running through walls for each other, it was uh, it was quite a quite a, a sight to behold and a fair fair play to Iceland. Absolutely chuffed for them, but uh, in the same breath, uh, just mortified at the the unbelievable arrogance and lack of preparation uh, exuded by England, the FA, and Roy Hodgson and Cohen. And we'll we'll revisit that too uh, uh, for the Gits feature for the Get in the Sea feature. I think is a fairly obvious uh, candidate for this for this week's uh, nomination. Um, and prior to that, we heard from Stourbridge and Ed's Atomic Dustbin, uh, Greysell Green, uh, an album track from their debut long player, Godfodder. And when was Godfodder released? 91, I think that was released. Uh, and we kick things off with uh, the first signing uh, from Scotland to uh, Manchester's Factory Records. That's the Wendy's. And uh, they were signed upon the recommendation of uh, Sean Ryder's dad after, uh, after the band uh, did a support slot with uh, the Happy Mondays. There's some trivia for you. Um, what you're going to hear coming up... I'm I'll tease you a little bit. Some Disco Inferno, some Whipping Boy, some Maps, uh, some Cocteau Twins, uh, some Spectrum, some Three Colours Red. Lots and lots of goodies coming up. Tons.
That's the Bolshoi on Beggar's Banquet Records from 1986, a single and also off the album entitled Friends, which was their second LP, the first one being Giant, subsequent LPs being Lindy's Party and uh, Country Life. I think that's when they reached their pinnacle, in my humble opinion, uh, with, with Friends. Uh, and uh, certainly worth a listen, that, that record in its entirety. There's also a nice little compilation out there uh, entitled, actually, Friends, which is a, a decent compilation of, of their body of work. And uh, prior to that, Let's have a look here. What did we hear? We heard, of course, we heard Tin Soldiers, Belfast's uh, Stiff Little Fingers uh, from uh, 1980. And, of course, before that, I mentioned that we'd heard Astrid with uh, with Boy or Girl on Fantastic Plastic Records. Um, I'm still smarting from uh, the the football shenanigans as... uh, as anybody with a semblance of an interest in, uh, in, in in football would be if your national team had just been humiliated. Not so much by, uh, uh, well, I, I, we were outplayed, let's be honest, but uh, it was just, just watching the the posturing and, and uh, the hearing of the uh, the bickering and uh, just the general the general mannerisms and, and uh, just uh, posturing, as I mentioned. It, it, just, just looking at the players, it just looked like they just didn't want to be there. And, and, and I, there's a lot of work to be done at the Football Association. I could ramble till, till the, the cows come home and uh, given half a chance I will, so I'd better nip it in the bud because I don't want to have a, a programme of me just whinging about football. Uh, the listeners will be falling off the map otherwise. So, uh, it's time for some more music. Um, I am uh, hopefully uh, next week going to be able to share with you the fruits of an interview with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Mark Burgess from The Chameleons. So, in, in preparation for that, get your ears around this. Let's 
1984. That's Aztec Camera. That's Roddy Frame uh, doing uh, their rendition of uh, an abhorrent band, uh, Van Halen. Uh, Van Halen's Jump and uh, made a, a bad song infinitely, infinitely better. And uh, before that, uh, we heard. Um, what did we hear? Oh, yeah, of course, singing Real Britannia while the wall's closing by the Chameleons, and hoping to have uh, an, an interview with uh, with Mark from from the Chameleons uh, next week. Uh, Going to give him a buzz tomorrow, see if I can pre-record that one, uh, so I can uh, record the show on its usual uh, Wednesday uh, record date. Uh, and that was our uh, cover me. That was the Aztec Camera song there. So that was our cover me for the week. Um, uh, coming up next, we're going to hear some Ash, and then we're going to get into our uh, weekly. Uh, Obligatory fall a track.
So weekly full track for the week. That is a so-called dangerous of uh, 1991's Code Selfish on Cog Sinister Records. Love a bit of the fall. I'd mentioned uh, several times previously that uh, I'm going to persist with my uh, 
with my uh, attempted indoctrination of everybody to at least own uh, a, false comp- uh, a full compilation album. Uh, you know, it makes sense, don't you, really? And before that, we heard uh, Angel and Scepter, that is a request for Doreen uh, somewhere in Germany. Uh, that's all I could make out, really. But that's Ash, and that's uh, from 1995 on Infectious Records, uh, a single. Uh, Angel Interceptor. That is a good and lots of poppy songs so far, and I've got no issue with that whatsoever. Let's stay in Manchester with this lot. to yours and getting warm I miss stopping over and borrowing someone else's clothes It's so nice to be home you'd never know that I've even been away I've been having an affair with LA and New York 
listening to every last note of that particular song that's uh, that's maps from 2006 and um it's a song called uh, lost my soul and maps have been inactive uh, for the last three years uh, maps are essentially a chap uh, james chapman who i got into quite early by virtue of a, a reference from a friend and bought all his recordings on his uh, own uh, Last Space Recordings uh, record label before he was uh, signed to mute uh, towards the end of uh, 2006. Um, 
I'm not sure what, what James is doing at the moment, actually. I might try and get hold of him to see if he's uh, had any output or is, is uh, got any, anything forthcoming that we can listen to. But uh, he's left us with three albums, a series of uh, uh, singles and two EPs. Uh, it's just one of those things that are very hard to find, of course, on the internet uh, if uh, it's a word that's uh, uh, quite popular parlance and vernacular. So maps, you've got to be careful. So you can go to maps uh, band and uh, find some stuff on Wikibit to be able to find the stuff I recommend. Most most uh, probably going to uh, going to Discogs or uh, or Gem or Music Stack and uh, see if, if uh, someone is selling a valuable part of their collection because a lot of his stuff, uh, especially before he signed to Mute, was uh, was quite hard quite hard to track down. Uh, okay, so that's explained that one in, in reasonable detail. Uh, and before that, we heard uh, from Manchester. We heard uh, the Cortinas, well, from uh, from suburban Manchester from. Uh, from Rochdale, uh, that's uh, Liam Frey and the boys, uh, the Cortinas, and uh, I love, I really love this band. Uh, four albums uh, to date. That's from the, the second LP, Falcon, released in 2010, uh, and the song that we heard was the, was uh, the opening track uh, entitled "The Opener." Uh, Liam Frey, he's a, he's a very, very, very good songwriter. Let it be said, I love everything about him, save for the fact that he's a he's a fervent Man United fan, but uh, can't really hold that against him because his artistic output is phenomenal. Uh, and prior to that, from uh, from Manchester as well, we heard our obligatory four ah track. We heard so called dangerous. Um, it's time for uh, or it's, it's time for Tinterweb time. Uh, and uh, last week, I I pointed out a a pretty decent site. Uh, I'm going to go over the exact URL for you as I go go through my uh, archives. Yeah, it was that record cover art page on Facebook, wasn't it? Uh, this time, uh, in, in a similar vein, I sort of uh, went went off laterally on the internet and, and came across another uh, rather cool site called uh, LP Cover Lover. Uh, as you'd uh, expect, nothing nothing uh, uh, tricky about that one. LPCoverLover.com, and uh, the people concerned have gone to a, an immense amount of uh, an immense amount of trouble uh, uh, compiling album covers that I've, I've, I've frankly never seen before, ranging from the downright ludicrous to the hilarious to something uh, you are being invaded by demons, a sermon by Brother Mays Jackson, a live recording preached at the broadcasting for a Jesus rally. Some very, very bizarre stuff here indeed. A lot of stuff uh, completely and utterly off the beaten track and uh, I got a lot of joy out of spending uh, a good 15 minutes uh, as I sipped a coffee uh, and uh, trawled through page after page after page and there's, there's also a very very good uh, side menu where you can uh, we can browse by category. So if you want to do uh, Calypso, Cowboys and Indians, Exotica, Gospel, Good Vibes, or even Little People it has here. So, I mean, you know, you know, the world's your oyster, really. So that's LP Cover Lover, and that's uh, the installment of this week's uh, uh, Tinterweb time. And it sounds like I'm being blatantly uh, nepotistic towards Manchester, but it's just just the way that uh, it went this week in terms of uh, choosing tracks. Here's something else from that neck of the woods.
stuff from uh, Wire's latest record called uh, Nocturnal Koreans that's an album track called uh, Fish's Bones uh, big Wire fan and uh, those that know me know that and uh, those that listen to uh, my past shows will also know that uh, there'll be lots of Wire forthcoming on, on Near Perfect Pitch uh, don't forget that uh, you can email me at uh, nearperfectpitch dot uh, what am I talking about nearperfectpitch at gmail.com not dot nothing um, and uh, the litany of social media I, I post on, uh, at the bottom of every uh, every podcast so uh, anything that is everything uh, with social media you'll find uh, some rendition of Near Perfect Pitch Living and Breathing uh, and um, what else? Oh, yeah, in, in your face. Uh, Mancunian Delight, uh, a nice little remix of, uh, of Cubic uh, by, uh, by 808 State. And that's from uh, a nice little import compilation on Tommy Boy Records uh, slash uh, ZTT Records from, uh, from 1990. Coming up next, we're going to hear some Cocteau Twins. About time, isn't it? Uh, and uh, I'm going to uh, play some Disco Inferno after that. And then after those two songs, it's going to be time to, uh, to talk about some gits.
Essex's Disco Inferno on Rough Trade Records from 1994 and uh, the single is called uh, It's a Kid's World and that is the uh, the title track from the single and uh, prior to that uh, we heard the uh, the title track from Cocteau Twins uh, Heaven or Las Vegas which uh, which came out and I'm trying to rack my memory on on, on 4AD Crikey! I'm not even. I'm not going to risk making a fool of myself. I either know these things or I don't. Anyway, Cocteau Twins. Always great to hear them. And uh, prior to that, we heard uh, another another track off the uh, the latest Wire record called uh, Nocturnal Koreans. Uh, it's time for Gits, which is an acronym for uh, Get in the Sea. 
it's uh, it's an opportunity for me to uh, administer some self-help in terms of uh, a catharsis, being able to rant about stupidity. Um, in this particular instance, there's a, the obvious candidate is uh, is Roy Hodgson, based upon uh, the, the shenanigans in in France. Um, but he's not alone in being uh, uh, flayed this week. Uh, Martin Glenn, the uh, uh, the the uh, chief executive of, of the FA, uh, quote-unquote, said that he's not a football expert and that uh, journalists should not be asking him these uh, poignant questions. Um, uh, most people at the FA have never kicked a ball in their life, know nothing of the sport. Uh, Roy Hodgson is a manager that uh, I don't think he could motivate uh, a team of part-time 7-Eleven employees to uh, work the slurping machine. He, he might be a lovely man, he might be... Uh, uh, Mother Teresa reincarnate, but uh, she's not a good football manager either. Uh, he's on £10,000 a day. £10,000 a day. Uh, and at the, uh, at, the, uh, press inter- at the press interview, uh, at the press conference uh, post-game, he had to be cajoled and literally pushed onto stage to actually, uh, to actually uh, face the media and uh, admit culpability. And uh, on two occasions, he uh, he uttered uh, that he had no idea why he was uh, having to do this press conference like some kind of petulant child. Anyway, uh, in terms of uh, uh, unmitigated wastes of skin uh, this week for uh, the uh, the infamous Get in the Sea Award, uh, it's going to go to Roy Hodgson, uh, Martin Glenn, anybody with any decision-making power whatsoever at the, uh, the, the Football Association, and all you lot. I'm going to do it again. It's going to be two weeks in a row we're going to have people chucked into the North Sea. I just think it's going to be the North Sea because uh, it's just closest. It's bloody cold as well, uh, and it should do a decent job of finishing them off. Uh, Coming up next, Ireland's Whipping Boy.
new stuff from uh, Mr. Bug, uh, Jake Bug, from his latest called On My uh, On My One. That's uh, called Gimme the Love. It's time now for uh, for our uh, weekly hat trick. And uh, there's going to be a, a bit of a theme to this, which I'm sure that uh, won't take an awful lot of, uh, of uh, cognitive power to suss out. Um, I'm upset. I'm upset with my crap, crap national football team. She says, I'm 
want to read your gas meter. Shake hands with the whole of Finland But there are a sincerity But many of stop art Makes me want to go out and commit mass murder Arranging stop for a genuine That's the conglomerate of mentalists from uh, Birkenhead uh, called a half man, half biscuit. 
love them or hate them i love them uh, and that's uh, that's the third track in our quick fire hat trick which was uh, thematically uh, crafted uh, to, to be pertinent with regards to all the crap that any England fan has been subject to this last uh, last couple of weeks, uh, and it's 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 nothing new, is it? Really, we started off with embarrassment by madness, uh, and then uh, some Milltown Brothers from Blackburn uh, with a nationality and album track off their uh, debut Slinky from 1991, uh, and then uh, a dedication slash uh, slasher last track, uh, the Trumpton Rites by uh, Half Man Half Biscuits. So that's uh, for my old uh, China, my old China Rob in uh, in Leicestershire, and I uh, hope you're listening, mate, and hope all's well. Uh, and let's get to some unfinished business because I did also forget to mention that prior to the Jake uh, Bug track that we heard, uh, I did play uh, uh, some Whipping Boy and I wanted to let you know uh, what the track was called. We heard uh, uh, the second track called uh, When We Were Young and that's from their second long play, Heartworm, on uh, Sony Columbia Records. I uh, wanted to go over... Uh, what you can uh, expect to hear for the remainder of the programme, uh, we're going to have the uh, the interview with Dean Garcia uh, coming up uh, in about uh, I'd say about half an hour's time at the end of the programme. Uh, don't forget uh, to email me uh, with uh, suggestions, chit chat uh, requests at uh, nearperfectpitch at gmail dot com. Uh, Twitter and Snapchat are both at nearperfpitch. SoundCloud is uh, uh, Near Perfect Pitch is the page name, all one word. Instagram is at Near Perfect Pitch. Facebook has a page of the same name, as does the Tumblr blog and as does the Vimeo video page. Whew, that's an awful lot. Uh, I'm trying to find a way to uh, to make that a little bit more concise. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Blurbury, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, you can get this, uh, this uh, podcast through uh, through all of those uh, outlets and uh, I'll be adding uh, more as the weeks go by so there's no excuse not to be able to find it and also don't forget that uh, at any given point you can listen to CKCU where I record the podcast uh, CKCU FM Canada's finest uh, community uh, radio station uh, and oldest community radio station 93.1 FM in Ottawa or listen at any time at uh, ckcufm.org Com. Uh, I'm going to play some, uh, you know, just just by happenstance, you know, what what have you. I just have got a lot of poppy little numbers to, to play for you. Uh, and it's summer, it's sweltering out there, uh, and I can't see because I'm not privy to a, a window to the outside, but it did look like it was going to thunder. But uh, that being said, it's been not bad so far in terms of summer. <laughs>
Boot Woman. And that's uh, Living in a Magazine, and that's from 2001 on Wall of Sound Records. Uh, and prior to that, uh, we heard uh, Summertime by the Sundays. And, and Harriet Wheeler, what a voice she's got. And uh, she could sing anything, really, she could. And that's the, uh, the lead track from Static and Silence from uh, 1997, readily available. Uh, in the cosmos uh, via Geffen Records. Uh, coming up next, going to hear something from 92. Going to hear a bit of, uh, well, a bit of droney guitar from uh, from uh, the lads at Spectrum. And then we're going to hear some Three Colours Red. Uh, stay tuned or remain streaming or whatever the vernacular might be uh, for, uh, for podcasts because there is, uh, in a few minutes, going to be uh, a rather uh, interesting interview with, uh, with Dean Garcia. Uh, and... Uh, the uh, the long list of projects and bands that he is uh, fronting uh, or partnering or sharing. He's a very, very, very busy chap, so uh, stay tuned for that. So that's in about, uh, I'd say, 15 minutes' time, 20 minutes' time. Um, we're nearly at a full complement of two hours of, uh, of solid tunes spoiled intermittently by my voice but uh, not a bad block of tunes uh, for 120 minutes worth of uh, of a podcast so uh, there's more coming here's spectrum <laughs>
Never ending, bitter and condescending blue. 
What an immense tune that is, eh? That's uh, Three Colours Red, and that's Beautiful Day from 1999's creation uh, LP, uh, Revolt. That's their second uh, LP of three before they uh, disbanded, and uh, a single to boot as well. Uh, nearing the end of uh, the, the musical part of the show, before we get into uh, uh, some chit-chat with, uh, with Dean Garcia, I did uh, make an error, no, not an error, I made an omission earlier in that the uh, Chameleon song way, way at the beginning of the programme uh, was also a dedication to, to Nab in Estonia, that's my cousin, big chameleons fan, sitting in his uh, in his uh, luxury luxury suite in, in, in Tallinn hope you're enjoying yourself and uh, miss you, and that's for you mate um, what have we got forthcoming as I said, we're nearing the end, nearing the end of the program in terms of uh, musical content. Uh, so, beautiful day, three colours red. Before that, uh, we heard Spectrum, uh, founding member of uh, Spaceman uh, Three, Peter Kemba, aka Sonic Boom. That was his project uh, in uh, in the uh, crikey, I guess it was just through the '90s because they didn't do anything after uh, 1999 when they did a collaboration with uh, with uh, Silver Apples. Uh, that's from uh, Soul Kiss uh, in brackets, Glide Divine from 1992 on Silvertone Records, and uh, that's called How You Satisfy Me. And uh, mentioned previously, we heard some Zoot Woman uh, with Living in a Magazine. Uh, up next, uh, a band from uh, from Liverpool. Uh, from Merseyside, they're called Amsterdam. They're fronted by a, a, a top top youth called uh, called Ian Prowse. Uh, I've been wanting to play this for quite some time, and uh, I'm going to play it now.
policemen chat with folded arms while people try and say Uh, the the uh, the radio edit version you can get uh, a different version on the album and uh, the full length version on uh, the second uh, CD single of said single uh, does this train stop on Merseyside and that is Amsterdam and that's from uh, 2005 uh, go online you can find their stuff everywhere they've got uh, all their goods available at their own website so uh, if you like what you hear go and support the artist now. Um, uh, a lot of people were very saddened uh, this week uh, at uh, receiving the news that uh, Lee Watson had passed away. Lee Watson was the lead guitarist of uh, of an outfit called uh, The Sums. Uh, the Sums are a band uh, fronted by uh, a chap called Peter Digsy Deary, uh, friend uh, friend of uh, the Gallagher brothers and uh, Digsy's uh, uh, dinner being uh, a song named uh, and written in his honour uh, for those in the know. Uh, so the passing of Lee came as a, a shock for, for a great many people. Uh, prior to um, uh, the band The Sums, um, P- Peter Digsy Deary, he was in a band called Smaller. And I'm going to play this song uh, as a dedication to, uh, to, to Lee Watson and uh, thinking of his, uh, his family and friends. Uh, he died at the age of, of 45. Very, very sad indeed. The landlord came up, you see, the other day, and he said to me, is your sister still living with you? I said, yes, I said, you can't put that in the So I started to speak to her, and I said, um, I suppose you're wondering why I'm uh, reading my Bible. You want to
that's smaller and is that's uh, from 1992 uh, 1992nd there is no such year as that 1997 on uh, better records uh, rest in peace uh, lee watson you're gonna be missed by many um curve what a band they were when they hit the scene uh, when i first heard uh, the first single back in uh, in 91 uh, when i first got my hands on the the blindfold ep and listened to it uh, start to finish about three or four or five times in a row i was i hate the expression but i was blown away it was unlike anything i'd really heard uh dean garcia has a very very unique uh layering production style that that i have not found uh, an equal of or someone i could compare him to uh always loved his work but uh, this particular song uh, when i first heard it just just woke me up somewhat and uh, the subsequent uh, next two EPs were, were as good and uh, really paved the way for Doppelganger, uh, their debut record and uh, numerous successes since. Anyway, this is, this is uh, Ten Little Girls from the, uh, the aforementioned uh, Blindfold EP and we're going to hear something from, uh, from Space Echo as well and then we'll get into the interview.
Honestly, how boss is that? That is marvellous stuff from uh, Space Echo. Uh, spelt SPC space ECO. And all you uh, keyboard boffins might uh, uh, get wind of the origins of the name. That's from Sirens and Satellites from uh, 2013. Uh, prior to that, we heard uh, Curve's debut, um, debut song. I guess, because it's the lead track off, uh, off the first single, uh, or EP, as they were called, um, and that's uh, from the Blindfold EP. And we heard Ten Little Girls, the song that got it all going. Uh, and uh, after this, after my ramblings and a little bit of a, a setup, you're going to hear uh, uh, Dean uh, sharing and uh, letting us know what he's been up to, what he's going to be up to. Uh, and uh, that'll uh, round off uh, the end of the show where I will uh, play one last track by uh, Space Echo. Um, don't forget to be in touch via the email nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. Now let's talk about uh, let's talk about Dean just a little bit more. Uh, I, I wasn't being flippant in the interview when I asked him uh, uh, which projects he's currently working on and uh, which he's not. And the, the simple answer to that question is uh, uh, Dean's always working and nothing is, uh, is actually tucked away uh, as being terminal. Uh, so the black holes, the chronologic, incorrectare, the secret meeting, KGC, Morpheme, uh, STFU, MAD, Headcase, BOFC, lots of acronyms, isn't there? Um, these are all projects uh, that, that Dean has, has been working on, and uh, uh, Space Echo, uh, aided and abetted by his, his daughter Rose on vocals, just unbelievable lyricist, and uh, we allude in, in, in the chit-chat that we have forthcoming that uh, uh, witnessing the growth of, of her voice uh, Sequentially, uh, release by release, uh, has, has been uh, wonderful to, to, to map and, and witness. Um, just give you a couple of URLs, which of course I will I will include in the in the show notes as I always do with with all the tracks, etc. But to go to to Bandcamp to get your hands on uh, Dean's solo work, uh, deangarcia.bandcamp.com. You can also do the same thing for uh, for Space Echoes material at uh, spceco.bandcamp.com and. Uh, all very reasonably priced, all in glorious lossless digital, if you are so inclined. Um, so check the show notes. If you love what you hear, as I'm sure you do, go and buy. Buy some music and support the artist, artists that spend so, so long just just getting one one track down for you. Um, those, those that don't know uh, take things uh, for granted, I think, and I think those that do know have a little bit of a, uh, an inside... Uh, uh, Opinion, whereby artists do spend an inordinate amount of time mastering, uh, mastering their craft, and it's the very least that we can do as, as as music fans is to support them by buying, buying their product. So here's the chit chat with Dean. Enjoy, and I'll be back soon. Good evening, Dean. Hi, Dara. Yes, how are you? I'm all right, man. How are you? How are you yeah, no worries. Please just say something, please. I'll say something. Hello, hello. Checking, checking, checking. <laughs> You're very quiet, actually. Am I? Okay. Uh, the phone's up quite bad. Right. Uh, I'm just about here. Is that right? Yeah, I can hear you clear as a bell. So I'll, I'll, I'll raise, I'll raise my voice somewhat then. How's that? Dean. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good. I've just got the. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, you're clear as a bell, Dean. Oh, great, excellent. Well, there you go. Lovely. So, how are things? How's it going? What, what, what's going on there? 
Well, it's uh, it's currently about uh, about dinner time, so I'm hoping that I get a, I'll get some grub in the next little while. It's just finished dinner and and everything's good, yeah. Yeah, lovely stuff. So I, I tell you what, it's, it's been a long time since I've uh, I've spoken with you. It was back back in the in the heady days of uh, of touring touring with Curve, uh, and uh, right. to say that you've been a, a busy what? busy man yeah. is is an understatement. Yeah, we have been quite busy. You know, when was it we spoke before we, um, doing the curve stuff? Was it the what 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 tour was that? What what tour? Well, the f- the first time was Doppelganger, uh, and then the other the other oh, time. Really? Oh, really? A... Yeah, and then and then it was uh, during during the uh, the North America release of Pubic Fruit, and then the second studio. Uh, that's when you did the majority of touring. Wow, wow. Okay. Yeah, I've seen I've seen you uh, in three countries, but only interviewed you in in, in Canada, namely in Montreal twice. But uh, that's that's ancient well, ancient okay. history. But uh, you know, you you're one of the few people that uh, I I endeavour to, to to keep in touch with in terms of your your, your output. But I, I don't think there's an artist that I know of yeah. that that's so hard to track. Uh, I, I don't know if that's some kind of perverse pleasure. So hard to what? Sorry. To hard to track down and to figure out what's coming out so, under what moniker and and, uh, and and how to get it. So you. Oh, right, all the difficult. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the different things. Well, we would, um, I do like to, um, you know, experiment and do things, but uh, we, I think the, the Space Echo one, since doing Curve, we stopped doing that for, I mean, it was like, must be at least like 15 years ago or something. Yes. And so, um, you know, we were, I was kind of like, you know, mainly, um, you know, with the family and everything, having a really nice time with the family. And uh, during that time, you know, just um, set up, you know, a, a, a recording studio. And then just, you know, you can't not um, record and do things. So, no. Uh, Especially if your name's Dean Garcia, so it seems that uh, genetically you, you've, you've you've got some very strong genes that you've passed on to your daughter, uh, and, and and the musical output that that's uh, happened um, uh, under, under the moniker of of, yeah. of Space Echoes, fa- fantastic stuff. You must be uh, quite a proud father because uh, she's got quite a vocal talent. Well, this is amazing singing. Yeah, she's fantastic. We were just listening to some early stuff actually earlier on today. We were listening and we were listening to the more recent things and. And see the the progression and the confidence in the voice. You know, as we've grown a lot from the early stuff. But um, you know, Jessie Brown is really expressive. She's got amazing, naturally gifted um, singing, and she's got brilliant timing and and flow uh, to, to the way she does things. It's just, it's quite amazing. It's very similar to you, in fact. I think the way that you, know, you just sort of pluck things out of the air. Yes. When they're there, hopefully you just sort of pluck them out. You know, and um, and. There's no sort of training as such, you know. It's just some, something you just sort of go along with, and until you get something that you like, you know. And she's very much like that, and so together, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice combination working with both. It's just she's really um, quite exceptionally brilliant. Well, that's wonderful, and it's uh, and it is your daughter, of course, and, and and also what I've noticed tangibly and palpably is that from from the beginnings of her, of her being recorded to to the more current stuff. Uh, I've seen a nice organic growth yeah. in, in terms of not just not just yeah. the voice, but but obviously the production, the pocket in which that you produce and place uh, her voice into. But I think she, she's evolved quite quite beautifully and organically, and uh, and I don't think that's stopped either. I think there's a lot more development to come vocally. That is. Dear, oh dear. Hello? 
We live in a world of technology that perpetually disappoints us, don't we? <laughs> At least it's free, though, right? <laughs> yes, it is free. So I was talking about your, your, your daughter's mellifluous voice and how it's really grown over the course of her short career, whereby now... Yeah, it has. Well, yeah, it has. It really has. Yeah. Right. I think just, she's just allowed to sort of, you know, grow sort of naturally. There's no sort of demand. And it's something that she absolutely loves doing. Brilliant. Which always helps. Which always helps. You know, whatever you do, you know, you just sort of apply yourself to something and you do it more and more and you become more confident and, um, you know, everything kind of... Um, it works in both ways because, uh, you know, I try to sort of create things that she'll really enjoy seeing and that really work with her voice and, you know, and in turn she'll respond with something that is better than the last thing she did and, you know what I mean, it's always, it's, it's very much like that. Well, it's, that's, a, how it, that's how it works, isn't it? Well, it's a wonderful thing having a father with all the, all the recording equipment and being able to be by her side to be able to well, yeah. nurture it and, 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 of course, catalogue it, which is, of course, very important. But uh, the capturing of it, you know, there's all the studio thing. I mean, it's all... It's so different now, you know, you can just sort of sit with a computer before you actually know, do, you know, all sorts of things to, to make it happen the way it is now. But um, nowadays it's, it's much, you know, it's all like within a matchbox almost really, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah I mean, it's, um, it's, but you still have to have the, you know, the, the way about you to make things, I think. Well, I was going to ask you a question with, with regards to, this is mainly for the benefit of, 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 of the listenership. Who mm-hmm. ostensibly know you for your uh, your body of work uh, with, with Curve, but let me just list list a list of bands, uh, and let, oh, cool. and if you can then answer uh, defunct or current, this will right. be very helpful. The Black Holes. Um, to one side. Okay, so not it's neither neither nor. Uh, the, the the chronologic. Uh, to one side again. As I've just been speaking with Slade, we might do some more soon. Okay. Not sure under what name. All right. To okay. one side. Okay, because I, I can't, I can't handle more than the dozen that you have. Uh, yeah. In, in eh? Um, yeah, that's um, to one side. They're all to one side. Actually, everything's to one side. I think. Okay. The only one that, that I'm not going to uh, probably won't do is the KGC one. Okay. Because we kind of, we kind of just sort of did that and kind of left that one. I don't think we'll be doing any more with that one. But all the other ones, I think, you know, they're all sort of to one side, really. And um, you know, it's just um, collaborations with people I really like working. Now, now, Dean, does, does does your phone ring more often than you having to ring people, if that no, makes my sense? Phone, my phone is um, it's pretty, um, there's not many people that have this number, actually. So, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, tend to just, I tend to just phone up people if I need them more, you know, but I don't, I don't like speaking on the phone, actually, very much. And so it's all by email, really. I speak to people by email, yeah. mostly, and text and things like that. I've really taken, taken to it because you can, um, you know, it's just... It's a sort of uh, it's an easier way to express, isn't it? You can think about what you're saying rather than just it coming off the top of your head. You know, sometimes it's all right, but yeah, it it's got that it's got that level of immediacy that isn't super immediate, so it allows you to you know yeah exactly. You can delete something you've written. You you know you may think you know about something and then say it in a way that then it comes across weirdly or whatever. You know, but you can't really get away with when you're talking to somebody, can you? <laughs> no, no, no. Case in you point, know. case in point, you're talking <laughs> so, to me. Um, it's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite difficult to. Uh, sometimes I think to talk to people so like, you don't really know, especially yeah. or when you're asking them something really, um, you know, quite delicate and whatever it is, you know. And so it's kind of, you know, I've discovered the, the written word over the years. It's um, it's a beautiful thing, but I, I fear, I fear that the written word though. I think our our age group is the last bastion of being able to use what you deem appropriate grammar vernacular. Because <laughs> when I get texts from my yeah. kids, it's uh, there are no vowels. Uh, I have, yeah, I, there's I, that. There's I, that. Too, but, I 
yeah. um, I was never any good at any of that anyway. Like, like, <laughs> you know, it's hopeless, really. So, in fact, I'm actually a lot better than I, than I ever was. So, oh, okay. Who needs who needs vowels anyway? <laughs> yeah, no. But I don't. I, I tried to use vowels in that. But when when Rose writes or when I see other people, I, you know, it's, it's just it's like comedy or something. It's quite funny, really, isn't it? Well, I I, I document. I think it's great though. Isn't it? I think it's phenomenal. I, I listen in awe and, and, and wonderment, and, and it's Ooh. like listening to a foreign language. And I, I get the gist. It's like being in a room with French people. I know kind Ooh. of what they're saying, but I don't mm. know all the details. But uh, no, exactly, yeah. So you I remember that it's incredible the way they used. To, remember those old Nokia phones when you used to get letters, three letters, absolutely on, e on each number, and there'd be a certain. I used to watch Rose and how do that writing to their friends. Yes, and just watching their thumbs go. I think that's where it comes from, isn't it? Yes, because it's so sort of intricate that, that what you have to press, and there's so many. You know, it's all all over the place. I think that's how it kind of stems from, isn't it? The the broken down words, and you know, the easier. It absolutely, is. it's just you know. It, the, 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 the premise of communication is you being able to relay information that the recipient mm. can understand. And if that's exactly. their language, that's their language, I suppose. And if it does it, it does it. I mean, that's great, though. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I, I, I sort of given up on, on, on my advocacy of, of eat shoots and leaves, trying to be a grammar Nazi. I've just given up. No, so. no, there's no point to that. Is there? I think you just come across as being... Um, um, oh, right. a, a dinosaur. A dinosaur. Yeah, a dad. Yeah, a dad. Well, or, you, or a boring dad. Yes, well, I fit, I fit those monikers quite readily. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I got a, a pleasant email a few weeks ago where uh, I got something from Bandcamp, uh, and it was from yourselves, and it was the, oh, wow. it was about the Fetus remixes. Yeah, oh, yeah, those ones, yeah. Yeah, so, I, you know, needless to say, I, I, I purchased them and I download them. Just, Thank just, you. just all, yeah, no worries at all, and play, I played, uh, played a couple of the tracks over the last few weeks. Um, they're quite dated, aren't they now? I mean, they, they are, they are, and it was, that's... <laughs> it was it was wonderful to listen to though. It, it it was dated, I suppose, but trying to remove my uh, subjectivity and be objective, they yeah. did. They still sound very, very. I'll start again. Very relevant. Um, so, so when were yeah. they actually recorded those tracks, Dean? Um, I think they just uh, maps and stuff um, from the we sent him the we sent him the, the masters. I would have thought because yeah. they didn't have stems yet. I think we would probably sent him the tapes, the two inch tapes. Yeah, and he would have, or a copy of them anyway, and he would have, um, you know, just um, gone about it, you know, got type the stuff that he wanted, print that down, you know, and then add to it, blah blah blah, in the way that they did it in the old school days. I mean, it was all done on tape, and that was probably what ninety one or something. That yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to date it because you know, yeah, because the tape that time, wasn't it? And so I think we've been, we would have sent him the tape or a copy of it, and he would have just, um, you know, nabbed a bit he wants once and. It was the sort of advent of samplers and all the rest of it, so the loops and the coding and stuff and all the MIDI thing would all have been there. He was quite sort of on all that, I think, really. Yeah, well, so, Thirlwell. Um, Thirlwell's yeah, so got it a touch. Just, it just sort of, sounds to me, you know, just kind of had some fun with it, really. It made a bit of noise and, um, you know, just went with it, really. Well, I was going to say that. It sounded like he had an immense amount of fun with it because he, he did kind of extrapolate the uh, the core of the, of, of the tunes. And a yeah. very interesting departure from what would be deemed a, a normal curve track. So just yeah. to try and touch upon that. And... and Listen, I know you probably stick to the back teeth, Dean, about talking about the past, but you know it's a cross you have to bear in terms of most people knowing who you are by virtue yeah, of your past. I mean, you know, it's, it's a really important part of the you know the history and the, 
and the things that I've done, I'm happy to talk about anything about that. You know. Well, I'm delighted because I'm going to ask you anyway, because uh, I've read a series of articles uh, of late, trying again to keep up with to keep up with your output. Uh, yeah. And uh, you, you had hinted, touched upon that uh, you, you'd like to work with Tony again, but it's just a matter of just a matter of timing and and, uh, and, and yeah. circumstance. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think you know we both sort of got um, you know, and it's quite an intense thing to do with somebody. You know, what I mean, and the amount of work and everything we did, we got um, you know, it's, it's a lot of exposure. I mean, some exposure you really don't want to see within people. I think when you go on the road and intensely like that with the demands and everything. I mean, it really does, can bring out the best, but as well as the worst, you know, I mean, you end, you end up, you know, getting quite, um, very harsh with one another, and so I think we just needed a bit of a break, yes. you know, to, to um, sort of, you know, re rekindle, really, just sort of step away from each other and step away from the whole thing, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a totally healthy um, so, thing, and you have a family, never, of we're, course. We're always, we're, we're close, Tony and I, very close, and um, we've been speaking to her again recently, and, uh, you know, it's good, it's really nice, actually. Lovely. And, um, I'm happy. So we, yeah. So we might, you know, we're, we're looking at you know, out, uh, open minds about the whole thing. You know, we're sort of embracing the idea of it, well, rather that's great. than you know, steering away from it. You know, instinctively, no, no, no. You know, it's, it's more like we could do. You know, we could do this, we could do that. And it's, so, so it's, it's kind of a gentle sort of uh, process for both of us at the minute. And I, I spoke to her the other day, and it's really nice. It was a good, uh, a good long chat. It was really funny. Oh, great. I'm, I'm very glad. I'm sure. I'm sure anyone listening to your fans will, will be happy too. Because there's a certain. I mean, you, you, there's a, there's no denying uh, Dean Garcia's music, and and, and you you have a style that is unto yourself that that never even at the time of of, uh, of doppelganger etc etc. People were trying to pigeonhole you with with the usual musical stereotypes, and you were one of those few bands that. You couldn't be pigeonholed, although just in, for the sake of laziness, you got lumped in with shoegaze or what have you. Um, yeah. But one thing I can I can tell I can I can I'm pretty got a pretty good ear when it's something that you've uh, you've uh, nurtured and, and, and produced yourself. Well, that's um, good. That's good. Yeah, well, that well, is good. But but there was always a, there was a, a kind of a unique chemistry. But when you add Tony to the mix, uh, mm. just like your daughter, I think yeah. the. the <laughs> The catalyst of, of the female vocalist tends to be something that, that just marries with your music immensely well. It does. It goes really well with it. And um, it's like the, uh, it's like the uh, it does join really well. And I've, I've mostly I've only ever worked with um, female singers, actually. And, and throughout my, like before Kurt, you know, working with Annie. Yes. And, and working with um, Sinead. They're all very strong um, uh, women, you know, that have um, a very strong kind of... Um, stance and 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 uh you know i don't know what it is that, that it's just very strong and i i really admire that you know i just uh, i admire it immensely well the three the, then, three the three ladies concerned are very strong women i mean uh, annie yeah. shinag and tony in their own right uh not exactly. to not tony to be... and rose and well everyone really yes and they're, they're all very strong and and I, I don't know i just think it's kind of um there's there's a nice marrying you know there's a nice combination of the two things there because you know I do have, you know, quite a strong kind of that a softer side to my my personality, and um, you know, it's, I don't know, it just it's just the way it is, I suppose. Well, it's it's and the way it you, is. When you do music, you know, you have to sort of just be kind of true to yourself, and then you know, it's, but you know, you put certain if you were to put you know a certain kind of male voice over top of something, it would immediately spoil it. Yes. I don't know. There's something. There's there's a, a strange odd. 
you know, anomaly. It's a strange, you know, uh, chemistry that just works and when, when they're female vocals for some reason. That's a beautiful thing when things just work and they are not to be mucked with. Um, mm. Now, now, with regards to, correct me if I'm wrong, there, there are two releases that we that we can hopefully look forward to this calendar year, at least. Yeah. Now, is Anomal what's the scheduled release date for Anomalies? Anomalies is uh, coming out in on uh, in August. Okay. I think it's around about the middle of August. I think. I mean, that's been recorded since we did the the, the Dark Matter record. Yes. And the, the one we put up recently online, in between, we just couldn't stand waiting around anymore. It's just, it, you, when you sit on something, it loses its momentum, you know. Yeah. So we recorded Dark Matter, the one we just put up online, that all you need is, all you have is now. Yes. And normally it's all at the same time, it's like a trilogy. Okay. And uh, it's not, they're not really related, it's just a group of work we've done over a period of a year. Right. So, um, but normally it's just like the final sort of, you know, one on it, really. Great. Before, before we move off to something else, I think I think the next one's going to be uh, quite completely different again. We're going to go somewhere else for the next one. Well, but yeah, that comes out mid July, mid August. And and, and STFU's uh, what what we want. What we want for the um, STFU, yeah. Um, it's, well, it's up on Bank at the moment, and we're going to do that ourselves. I think. Just yeah. You to know about um, getting uh, some CDs made and putting it out there, but Preston is great. I love working. Preston. That's what I was going to ask because I mean, first of all, I was going to ask if there's going to be any physical CD because yeah, you know, if we're you... going to do a CD. We're, yeah. I'll probably only do a hundred or something like that, but um, we're going to put just we're, we're going to do it ourselves and just literally just make them and um, send them out to people <laughs> if they want them. You know? well, it was a craft night at the Garcia household. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds just, good. Um, well, I don't think they're going to be here, but uh, they'll be made nice and everything. But we're just going to generate it ourselves, and it's, you know, we'll, we'll take them down to the post office ourselves. That's oh, lovely! Well, 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 please put me down for one. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but I think Preston will as well. Though you know, same thing. I'll put in, we'll keep some. And we'll, I'll have some. And then if it's a USA thing, he'll do it. In UK, I'll do it here. Oh, lovely! That sounds great. So I, I, just, yeah. I always, I always want the physical copy if they exist. It's just people, people tend to, don't they? I mean, we tend yeah. to sort of put it to one side because we're only concerned with the with the music. You know, we're only concerned that the, the song goes out. We're not really bothered by its um, by the physicality of it. We used to be, but it doesn't seem that the the, the, the be all and end all of it. You know, the, the, the be all and end all for us is to make the, the, the record and then be able to put it up there so people can hear it. You know. Well, yeah, or, you're you're on the other side of the counter. That's it. Yeah, you, you fulfil your obligation nicely, but there is still, thank goodness, uh, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us left that actually want the physical commodity. There are, yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? But I, I, I like it as well, but I'm, I'm not that, that bothered. But I do like it. If I get if I, something like, you know, I suppose, you know, um, like a film or something that you really like, you don't, you know, you don't want just the, you know, the file on the, on the hard disk. You want the thing, don't you? You want the, you the Blu-ray. You want the... So I, I totally get it. Well, I know you, you come from the same school. Well, you know, I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure over the course of time, you bought records because you like yeah. the sleeve. You know, no, absolutely. It's like I've bought records for years. Though, I must say. Well, I was going to. I was going to ask you that. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. But uh, I was going to say, you know, like Vaughan Oliver in 4AD. I just bought the entire catalogue just yeah. because I wanted the artwork. Because uh, of the covers, yeah. Yes, exactly. And, well, and absolutely, yeah. I mean, there, there are things, you know, there was a time, wasn't there? I think, but. Um, and, fa know, and, and factory and rough trade, all, mm -hmm. all of that material was just worth having the physical commodity just to touchy feely and look at it. It was, absolutely. But you, you had no choice in those days, did you? You had to. That was the way you got it. There was, there was no sort of question. Well, like, nowadays, nowadays you, you've got the option. You know, there's the music in front of you, you stick it on your pod. 
Yes. And you, you've got it. You know what I mean? It's there. It exists. Yeah, but if... And, if... and in, in, the, in the day of, of, of our time, when we were, you know, ex, you know um, music buying, you, you had no choice. You had to. I mean, you not only really wanted to, of course you wanted it, but um, nowadays it's kind of different as to how people listen and what they use and all the rest of it. But I still, you know, it's definitely nice to have something in view Oh, sure. My iTunes is very OCD. I have to make sure I've got the sleeves and all that business in there. It's, yeah, just, yeah. it's the bane yeah, of my existence. Right, you know. Nothing that's, wrong with that's, that. That's all right. That's good. So, um, so let's, let's talk about, um, you say you're not a record You're not a record buyer per se. You're not out buying new stuff. And I know it's well documented that you're not out there listening to the latest and greatest. But just out of curiosity, and you've alluded to the fact that it's not the physical commodity, but what, what have you just got your hands on lately that uh, young, old, or otherwise, that you say, hang on a minute, this is great. What have you acquired lately, uh, um, musically? I can't, I can't, um, I, I can't even uh, remember, actually. Uh, I mean, Harry has played me a couple of things, but generally just don't, don't listen to it, to anything. The only way I listen to music nowadays is through, um, is through film. Yes. And through, um, well, yeah, through film. That's that's the way. That's the way I'm interested in being exposed to new music, I, I, or what some of the Rose plays me, or Harry plays me. But generally, what they play me is quite old. It's quite old school or terrible. <laughs> fair, terrible. fair enough. Fair enough. And, and I just don't want to hear. You know, I like I love pop music, and you know, the occasional one crops up and everything. But you know, generally, I'd, I'd rather just be involved in, in making it now, rather than listening to what. You know, all the other people are doing. I just generally get seem to get quite annoyed with it. To be honest. Well, would you you you've, you've dipped your toe in the water when it comes to uh, scoring uh, scoring film? Um, is that just something? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, you, you well, you're not you, you know you're not a rookie, put it that way. But uh, mm. have you seen guys like Clint Mansell going on to uh, quite heady careers in terms of film scoring? Uh, and, and it's kind of hit and miss. I remember when I was distributing music, I had a, a label called Vares Saraband, which did all the uh, all the film scores, and right. it's just, just amazing that there's such a, a, a cult audience of, of, of collectors of, of film scores, Alan Silvestri and, and, and the like. Um, mm -hmm. Have you got any opportunities that, that are in the pipeline that, that could be deemed TV film worthy? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, um, you would have thought, I mean, it would be nice to get approached by people to do things. Well, it would but, be, um, because, I mean, every show you watch, you know, whether it's an, an ER or a Grey's Anatomy, it's the mm. new it's the new product placement. Uh, it's like, yeah. it, instead, of, instead of whining and dining, the, you know, the, the radio uh, programmers, it's yeah. trying to get uh, snow patrols chasing cars on ER, and then you're done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there are people that are out there that are doing that sort of thing for us. So, I mean, we, we should kind of leave it to them, really, and I hope that, um, you know, if something comes up, it's, it's so saturated, I think, with, with um, everything with music and so it's kind of like they have such a choice and um, you know, I think you're quite lucky if you if you get something like that you know you are you, but, are. Um, you have um, you have to have the right people in the right place at the right time with the right track you know and that's quite a combination that you have to have right really to get something away yeah the stars but, do have to align don't they mm. and so you know with the there are we've got people out there doing it for us we do get the occasional thing but um, you know hello I'm still here. I'm listening intently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the occasional thing, but um, you know, it's a uh, very um, you know few and far between. We did a lot more with Curve for some reason. I think we had um, a different. Um, there was somebody else that was doing it at the time. The the, the, the uh, what are they called? The music supervisor that we had. Yes. He was a he was a private uh, person that just did that. He was in LA. He's the grand sort of person, and he got some you know those um, Iron Man things and a few early things. 
Yes. Like that. But I mean, it's so, you know, it's so saturated, it really is, and people just sort of, you know, I don't know, they've got their own means of getting things. Well, I'll tell you, what I'm noticing, I don't see an awful lot of indie placement. I see it being the mm. uh, the nepotistic back garden for, for what's left of the major labels to be able to get a little bit of a plug for uh, any given... Eight, to, 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 to retain some kind of money from some, some of the artists that they've got. Exactly, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just cl clutching at straws. Well, it is, it is that. It's, you know, it's certainly turned into the last sort of, you know, ten years, really. They're, they're not making, they're not selling CDs. And the, but the artist is not performing live, and so they're only they're, they're left with you know um, sync you know for film and for games or adverts whatever the whatever else there is. Yeah, it's trying to that's, reinvent that's, that's any revenue. Reinvent back catalogue, and as Morrissey said, the repackage reissue deluxe. Yeah. I don't know how many deluxe issues of the Stone Roses record I've got. Put it that put it oh, that right. way. No, exactly. And I mean, they, they, we, everybody wants them to go out and play like that, but they're not going to do that. Have they, have they reformed and done anything? Yeah, the they, just, they just played a couple of gigs at the Etihad at Man, at, uh, Man City's ground earlier this week, you know. So. Did they or what? They're just going to show what I know. Yeah, well, you know, I don't. Well, no, I think you know what needs to be known. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm not an advocate yeah. for people coming out the woodwork to try and rekindle something that, that certainly had a time and a place, but. Yeah. Uh, but everyone's trying to make a buck. I mean, everyone's coming out of retirement and, and making new records. You know. Well, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I, I mean, in this business, I mean, it's, it's so so different. I mean, people people do need, as you say, you know, they can't, you know, can live so long, and then they have to either go and work, drive an Uber cab, or they do what they love doing. You know. So that's, that's yeah, I mean, are you? Do you Dean? Do, do you know Rollo McGinty? No, who's that? From, from the Wooden Tops. From the wooden tops. Yes, no. I was having a, no. a similar conversation with him a, a couple of weeks ago about right. uh, about the industry, and I was just wondering because in the days of you and I, where, where you had you know you had a pocket full of change and you go down on release day and you take a punt on a twelve inch or a record yeah. because you could because it wasn't price dissuasive. Um, yeah. Uh, nowadays, unless you, you you know you're lucky to have some kind of curation from somebody that you trust, uh, yeah. sourcing new music is, is a job in itself. But uh, now, yeah. now people are placing a huge, a huge amount of importance, and I'm talking about the user base, not the artists, on the mm -hmm. likes of Spotify, Pandora, and mm -hmm. uh, and their ilk. Now, yeah. to to a consumer, it's it's wonderful because it's almost like try before you buy, or try yeah. and or, or or worst case scenario, try and never buy because you can yeah, stream exactly. it. Um, which is which is the, probably I would say like ninety percent of the. Um, of what actually happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm the minority. It's for some reason, if I mm. can't hear a song, I'll source it on Spotify, and if I like it, I'll, yeah. go, I'll buy it and support the artist. Yeah. But uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah. I'm not... I'm not. Uh... No, because you, you, you have that within you, like, in, in the same way that I would. Yes. And, um, but, you know, nowadays, it's, it, it's not, con it's not um, conceived like that at all. It's just, and it's, um, it's just taken, isn't it? You know, I like it. I can go and get it, and that's it done. You know, if I like it, I'll go and buy the t-shirt and go and see the band. You know? Well, well, do that's, you... that's the way I do it. But I won't, I won't pay for any music. Oh, crap. Well, you got, you've got two kids. Is it? You got mm. two, right? I've got two uh, as well. And one thing that. Um, they come over and they'll congregate in the basement and they'll play table tennis and they'll watch Game of mm. Thrones and there's a whole wall of vinyl and CDs. They yeah. don't they don't even look twice at it. It's something that's passed them by. And I look mm. at both my kids trundling around with their beats or their Bose headphones, beautiful piece of kit that I can't even afford myself. Yeah. And they're playing they're playing YouTube ripped MP3s on wonder, yeah. wonderful equipment. 
That's it, yeah. And it's mind-blowing. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's, that's the way it is, isn't it? I mean, that's just what they want, and they, they they have it, and it's the thing they want, and it doesn't really matter about anything else other than the fact that that's it, and it's, they're listening to it. Yes, and regardless of compression, quality, yeah, or, or what have you. No, it doesn't, doesn't really come into it. I mean, we used to, I used to take things off the radio, you know, on the dodgy cassette yep. from a pirate radio station somewhere, and it was all hissing in and out, but I loved it, you know. Oh, for I sure. I could listen to it afterwards on the cassette. Yes. It's the same sort of thing, really, isn't it? It is. It is. But it's uh, having said that, when you did graduate to be able to afford uh, better equipment, you weren't chucking in a ferric oxide cassette. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, but it's, I, was, I, I got older, you know, a bit yeah. concerning, didn't I? And, um, you know, I wanted to think of a particular way. I got savvy to it and I, wanted, I knew what I wanted. Yeah, and, yeah. But they, they know what they want now and they just get it by any means. It doesn't matter. They I do. It's fine. I think it's absolutely fine. It's the, fact, the thing is that they're, they're listening to it and they've got, they've got something that they, that, they, that they love, you know, and it doesn't really matter about anything else, really. Well, one thing I do enjoy about the, the generation uh, two, two down from me, my kids, is that they, they, they're not bound down by possessions. They're very nimble and light and, and they're not concerned with owning stuff and collecting and being uh, being OCD like myself. And it's something that uh, I am what well, I am. I can't change it, but I, 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 in, in, in a weird way, I, I envy their footloose and fancy-free free, uh, approach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the way it's, I think that's the way it's got to be, isn't it? I was going to... When, when you're there, you know, and what we, what we do and what, how we collected and, and the way that, you know, we've got nerdy about stuff. I mean, they are as well. In, in other ways, but and about different things, you know. Yes. But music is just is there to you know cheer them up, and it's just this light, isn't it? And it, and it should be seen as such, I think. Yeah, it, it tends to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So look, I want to ask you something. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird uh, dig into the past. But how long did you play uh, with, with the Blockheads? How long was your tenure there? Uh, with Ian for you know on and off for a couple of years, I think. Yeah. Very early on, doing some stuff at the Royal Court that he was doing this, some um, play that he was doing, and then I got um, uh, called in to do that. I met him. I met him doing something else before, but he and I just really got on. I just loved the man, and we just got on really well. And then um, you know we would uh, do all sorts of chats with, with Ian. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but, but that's so, a, book, a book in itself, know, Dean. That. No, no, it's really, really lovely. It's, it's, he's a clever, clever, funny man, and um, I miss him really, really, really miss him. Actually, he's great. Did you did uh, did you get to choose the uh, the song on piece together, or was that allotted to you? Uh, we chose it. We said, you know what, what should we do? You know, it was done to do with um, an island and stuff. And we just sort of thought, what a waste! You know, the whole thing was what a waste, and so we just went with it. Lovely, no, because that's, that's one of my favourite cover versions uh, uh, of of the entire. Roster of cover versions that I have by by by. Yeah. It's a hard chap to cover, isn't it? Oh yeah, really hard. But we left out the difficult bit. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yes, we just went with the you know we went on with the groove and the little bassline thing. And Ian said, "What about that other bit?" I said, "No, no, it's too complicated." Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he understood. He's totally got it. And then he was there in the studio. And he loved it. And oh, that's great. Well, actually, Ian and I. I think. Um, um, yeah. So, so as I alluded to in the beginning, uh, the number of names that you've performed under. Uh, not not just the acronyms, but uh, a series of other names. Mm. Does do, is there a place in the ether or cyberspace that actually documents your work? I think there's, there's a lot of it's up on Wiki. Oh, but Wiki, uh, Wiki already Wiki. I could be I could be editing it right now with what you've told me. There's a lot more going on. Yeah, there is. There always is. So I think you have to. I'm not sure of the, of the procedure. There. Do you, can you just go in and do it? Or yeah, yeah. You can yeah, go in. Yeah. 
couldn't be my guest, you know. I mean, I think somebody, somebody was was doing it, and um, I think they just sort of, you know, sort of gave up all this, and then some people add, and it's, you know, I think there's quite a lot to be well, added to it, really. Well, it's a full-time gig, honest to goodness. I mean, this would it is. entire <laughs> involve a, a legion of publicists to keep track of you. I just wondered because. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm attempting to, to, to be able to curate your material to my listenership. And, uh, oh, okay. and, yeah, that's really good of you. And, and there's quite a lot of it out there. <laughs> yeah, there certainly is. And I'll be, I'll be making sure that people know how to get it to come, come broadcast. Um, now, yeah. you, you've worked with a lot of people. That, that's, that's, that's a given. But is, is anyone on your list, is there two or three people that you'd love to work with that you haven't had the chance to yet? Well, one of them was Bowie, but he, he's sadly um, gone. Tragic. I mean, he he was always someone that I'd I'd love to have met and um, you know done something with. Yes, I always always thought of that and um, and Pink Floyd, funnily enough. The band but, or um, particular they're, members? They're, they're, yeah, but only with all with, with with all of them, you know. Oh. But or some or something, you know, just play, just do something with them. But I, you know, they just. Um, so Floyd, Floyd and Bowie. Floyd and Bowie, yeah. Wow. Well, I I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have guessed those. No, it's funny, isn't it? No, I mean, but I've, I've, been, I've been thinking, you know, for ages it would have been brilliant somehow to get in touch with him. And the other person I'd love to work with is Tom, Tom York. Oh, we tried, we tried to get Tom, uh, we tried to get through to him somehow to do, so we get to do a duet with Rose and something, because I know he's kind of like open-minded about all things like that, and uh, it's just very much down to the song. So um, you know, we might, we're still, we're still looking into that actually to try and get Tom to do something. Well, that would be fantastic to to, yeah, to meld be, to yeah. meld the three of you together would be superb. Yeah, it'd be really good. That would be excellent. So we're we're looking at that, and um, so we're trying. You know, I've made some noises, but we haven't had any luck so far. We just got to get in the right track. I think. I think we can. Well, I think we can get it to him there. Well, well, in in terms of, in terms of his receptivity, I don't think that would be an issue. It's just nailing him down. Did, you, did, finding him, yeah, getting it to him. Did you did you hear the the, the Spectre rendition, the James Bond uh, rendition? You must have heard that. No, I haven't heard that. I, I, I think that's worth a listen. I think you'd like that. That's it's their unofficial version. That uh, oh yeah, the the, the what the um, the, the Bond, Bond that the, they did for the recent Bond film. Yes, which, yes, yeah, yeah. I did hear that. It's great. I like yeah, that. It's, fantastic. That, the one that they chose. I mean. Makes me, just makes me angry, and that's uh, <laughs> and it um, shouldn't, but it does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, just, just hideous. I don't know. It's just like horrible. It's just so, it's just so mm. inappropriate. It's just bizarre. But, um, you know, it's but just, I, I just, I just don't, just don't like it. You know, and um, I don't know. I, I think I'm just too old to to understand why it's good or why it's, you know, why everyone loves it and everything. I, you know, I don't know. Well, you're not alone. Well, I, I, I'm mystified by it, but that's I'm mystified with most stuff. Too, be, be much, much. You know, put the Radiohead version in there at least. Indeed. But, you know, it does. It does doesn't work. No, really, does it? I suppose for the, the overall scheme. Well, it works for the it, it works for the minority, and the rest would just be uh, in complete bemusement. I'm sure. Yeah, they would. They would exactly. That's why it's exactly what they don't want. <laughs> too right. So, so I just want to just yeah. to backtrack because of the two releases that are coming up that we can hang our hats on this year. Yeah. Is there any? Do you think there's a chance of anything else? I mean, not that I'm goading you into anything at all, but it's well, not I'm beyond the realm. I'm going to do something else to go with the anomalies records, make it a little bit more current, put something else with that. Yeah. And um, there's something else that might happen, but I can't really mention anything about it at the minute. Unless it happens, and then then I think everybody's all know about <laughs> then it. Then you can say that. Fantastic! No, it, it's 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 wonderful talking to you because I, I've pieced together a lot of information from from the past little while, and and I know there are still lots and lots of gaps. So I think that my my tenure on Wikipedia will be a short one because I can only go so far. But yeah. um, in in terms of um, 
any other collaborations that, that you can talk of that aren't short term that, that you know are going to be happening, say, Q1, Q2 next year? Or is it, is it too far ahead to think? It is. We're not doing that. I'm not really. We're just doing this thing with the, the, the Anomalies record and then the, 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 the Mad record we've done as well. Actually, we did that with Monty. That's really cool. Which is a, a, sort of like a, an ode to Massive Attack, really. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, and the STFU record with Preston. But there's one other thing that we might do if we get around to it, but I can't talk about that. Yeah. But at the moment, it's just uh, Space Echo ones and the, and the um, STFU one. We might do some remixes as well, some different alternative mixes on a few of the tracks. Oh, superb. It sounds, it sounds yeah. very, very... It sounds rude of me to be impelling you to chuck out more material because you're chucking out in a year what most people do in a decade. But I think I think you've you've, you've built a rod for your own back, Dean. I think you've yeah, I know. We had a good run though for a year, Rose and I. We just really went for it and made wrote loads and loads of stuff. And so we sort of you know it's sort of it's harking back to that that particular time, you know, to the for the year that we recorded. And it's just you know, it's the amount of the process like the gaps in between. Yes, as I say, we would have had this out earlier, but. We do get on a roll with things sometimes, Rose and I, and um, work very, very quickly. I just, it I, just sort of, it's just sort of gels really quickly. We like it, and we think that's done great next. I just, I envy you, and I, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. To be able to to craft and create art with 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 a with a family member, with a, with, with with a child, fantastic. I just, I just yeah, could... no, she's well, Rose, I mean, giving Rose things to sing since she was two, so I think she's quite used to it, you know. Yes, and it's uh, it's kind of like good therapy for us both. We both love it. You know? Well, well, this is great that you get some therapies as, a, as something working in parallel. Now, does she does she have time to uh, to sculpt at all? Because I mean, I know that she's quite t- talented in that department as well. Yeah, she does. She does um, she's more light and sound sculpture. Rose does. It's not a, tra- not a traditional sort of thing. Yeah, but it's more to do with um, light installations and sound installations. I mean, she hasn't done one much for a while, but she's been asked to do one recently, so she might actually um, do that. But she's very busy, now, Rose. Well, if she's anything like a dad, that's that's a given. Um, are, yeah, exactly. Are you going to be playing live at all anywhere, Dean? Um, we might do some stuff down in Bristol, actually. Rose and I might do some stuff, and we're hoping to do a few more things next year. But you know, we sort of shied away from that because um, to concentrate on, on, on you know being in the studio and writing stuff, getting a body of work together, and uh, so, because the playing live thing was 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 a bit um, stressful for us. Not the fact that you know it's just it's, it's, it didn't seem um, to worth it you know in some yeah. ways we know what we can do and it just got really frustrating to turn up to this sort of you know fairly shitty venue yes with um you know nobody there and somebody on their iphone with their back to the stage while you're playing you know what i mean it's, it's just like we don't really need to be doing this works you know i, I understand and that we, completely I, I can't imagine anything just more soul destroying and, and annoying than yeah than i've done that yeah i've done that you know um, and I don't, it wasn't nice then and it isn't nice now. So we decided to not uh, put ourselves through that. And then, you know, wait, but there's this thing that's happened in Bristol with some people that we know that we might go down there. And because the, the sound has gone a bit sort of quite trip poppy lately, and there's this club that we want to play and that we know has got really good um, crowd and um, the people that own it and run it and, uh, you know, they're really keen to have us there. So we might actually go and do that. But I mean, not, you know, uh, we're not sort of, you know, Needy as such. No, you're not going to be you're not begging to play. Might, that one, that one sounds quite good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, playing a bit of trip hop in Bristol in front of a, a, an eager exactly. crowd. That sounds nice. It that, does sound nice. It sounds really nice to me. Well, we might, we might, we may well just go down and do that. And 
in, in terms of your music for people listening, is is the best way to keep track of you through through, through all the digital? Uh, just to subscribe to subscribe to Bandcamp, like the Facebook page, and try and keep track of you as best they can. Exactly, yeah, because do the, do the uh, always through Facebook. I mean, we only rarely use it for anything else other than what's going on with the music and stuff. So the Facebook page or the uh, Space Echo Band page, and they're all kind of linked in together, and the, yes. and the Bandcamp page. Yeah, well, that's that's the ones I'm going to be putting on the on, on the website. So you've, yeah, you've, you've corroborated that, and, and so we, that'd be great. Not at all, and and in a completely unrelated capacity to everything that we've spoken about thus far. This is just just a, a question because well, I'm 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 a, I'm a bit of a stickler for biscuits. Uh, and right. we, we all have our cross to bear. Um, this is yeah. one of mine. Um, every time I interview uh, uh, interesting folk like yourself. I, I, I present a scenario that you're round my house for a cup of tea and I crack open right. the biscuit tin. What, right. does, what does Dean Garcia plump for? A biscuit? Uh, I've only got one choice, have I? Well, <laughs> yeah, I want to be, yeah, I want to be kind of communist with this. There's a, there's a whole array, but you can only choose <laughs> one kind. Oh, okay. Um, I'll go for a, um, a custard cream. Fair play to you. I think, that, <laughs> that you, I think you're our second custard cream entry. My word. Go. Good, good. Well, well, Dean, I'd like to thank you ever so much for, 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 for your time and for, 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 for sharing uh, your thoughts. And, and uh, I hope to talk to you again soon. Best of luck with the releases. Uh, and uh, I'll do my level best to uh, turn as many people on as possible. Appreciate it. Thanks very, very much. All the very best. Appreciate it. All the best. See you then. Bye. 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 Wasn't that wonderful? That was fantastic. Thanks so much, Dean. Going to leave you this week with uh, something from uh, Space Echo's latest long play, All We Have Is Now, released earlier this year. This is a track called Slow Down.
That's the mesmeric and quite beautiful Space Echo. And that's a track called Slow Down. Tara, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. <laughs>